Future Talk. This is Future Talk with Omnial Saleh and Hany Balkis. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to Future Talk right here on Pulse95. It is me, Hany Balqis, with Omnia Saleh, bringing you everything you need to know about what's happening in the tech world, in the UAE, and all around the world. Good afternoon. Today is Wednesday, one more day until the weekend if you're working right here in Sharjah. But today we have a lot of news going on in the tech world, and we're talking about a new AI-powered system that is going to predict quantity cost of food products that are imported right here into the UAE. Yes, indeed. Coming up on today's show as well, we're talking about a very exciting, very exciting news right here in the UAE because there's a brand new AI encoding license that has been launched and some employees who work at big coding companies and big tech companies may be eligible for the 10-year golden visa. Do you qualify to get it and how can you go ahead and apply? We're going to be giving you all those details in just a few moments. Yes, we're also talking about Samsung and how they're going to use robots to customize the brand new Galaxy Z Flip 3 smartphone that is going to be in store soon. Yes, indeed. In the world of applications, we're talking all about Instagram and how it's soon going to stop supporting the IGTV app. Now, this is very interesting timing for such news to come out because we were just talking about TikTok actually expanding the maximum limit of how long one video on the platform can go. Now it can be, you know, it can go up to 10 minutes. And while Instagram used to have that option through IGTV, they're actually going back to being a short video platform once again. Yes, and for our Tech This Out segment, we're talking about Saudi Arabia and how they're launching the first ever virtual hospital right here in the Middle East. Ladies and gentlemen, we have a lot going on today on today's show, so you do want to stay tuned. We are taking a short break, but when we come back, we're talking all about an AI-powered system. Daily Digital News. Bits and bytes connect our world. Food waste is a real issue around the world, but right here in the UAE, we are trying to put an end to it. And one of the biggest goals that the United Nations has had for quite some time is sustainable food production as well as reducing food waste. Now, the UAE is planning to implement an artificial intelligence powered system to help cut down on food waste because this brand new system will be able to predict the quantity of food that the citizens would need, the cost of the food products that would be imported right here into the UAE, which would basically help us kind of figure out ways to make the most of what we have, whether it is local produce or even being able to identify any potential opportunities for re-export once again. Yes, now the new system, which also does use machine learning techniques, does aim to build a future vision for the direction and value of food imports into the country and even analyze the most strategic food stuff. Now, the initiatives have been created in cooperation with the Abu Dhabi Digital Authority and the Emirates Center for Innovation in Communications and Information Technology. Now, we're looking at the smart system and how it will forecast sources and quantities of food uh, to, to identify po- uh, potential diversification opportunities for import sources and even reduce weight or oh, waste. Sorry. Now, authorities also did explain that the model was built by developing an interactive graphic dashboard by also analyzing a series of historical data for quantities and values of imports and re-exports of animal, poultry, and even agriculture food products. And the panel does show 
and interactive information about the countries where the foodstuff is being imported from, their quantity and value. So we're looking at a very detailed you know, model how the UAE can track every single import of food coming in and even export going out. Yes, indeed. So this new system will actually help us determine the volume of the food imports as well as the cost of it and which countries do we depend on the most. The new system will also analyze the waste processes from the foodstuff in the country as well as identify any potential opportunities that we can make the most of when it comes to re-exporting. Now, developing this model will definitely depend on very or highly intelligent uh, AI systems that can predict. They're very good at predictions. Mm. They're very good at logical processes as well as Siri is, is <laughs> barging into the conversation. Um, it's also going to help the UAE develop a lot of policies, regulations and plans that will help ensure that the country continues in its journey to cut down on food waste when it comes to food supply, as well as assist the development of accurate response plans in times of disasters or even crisis. One of the biggest ones has definitely been the COVID-19 pandemic, because during that time, import and export were definitely delayed. Now, the system was mainly based on the data of animal and poultry products like beef, eggs, frozen chicken, fresh chicken meat, as well as different agriculture products like cucumbers, tomatoes, fruits, everything that we depend on in our day-to-day lives as we eat and buy groceries. So let us know, have you ever thought of how much food actually goes to waste whenever we are at a grocery store and have you tried to track your very own um, purchases so have you ever thought of actually tracking how much waste do you or how much food does actually go to waste whenever you go ahead to the grocery store you'd actually be surprised and a simple fridge cleaning would actually go to show how many times we get things whether it's fruits, vegetables, or even canned goods, and they just go to waste before we even get a chance to use them. So let us know your thoughts for 215, taking a short break. But when we come back, we're talking about a very exciting opportunity for anyone who is into artificial intelligence or a coder himself or herself. There is a golden chance for you to get a golden visa right here in the UAE, and we're going to tell you exactly how and where you can go ahead and apply. Daily Digital News. Bits and bytes connect our world. Ladies and gentlemen, we're talking about a new AI coding license that was launched for employees to get a 10-year golden visa. Now, something a lot of residents right here in the UAE have been wishing for and hoping to get is that 10-year golden visa. And now, it is more even easier to get it. Now, the Dubai International Finance Center, which is better known as DIFC, has launched an artificial intelligence and coding license, and that is to attract AI companies and coders from around the world as part of the UAE's Artificial Intelligence Strategy 2031. Now, this was launched in cooperation with the UAE Artificial, Artificial Intelligence Office. And by the way, it is the first of its kind in the whole entire world. Yes, indeed. A lot of people have already received the golden visa and have been celebrating this great achievement. But now, if you have been uh, big on coding, if you've actually been working in a lot of tech companies, you will be able to get the chance of that yourself. So companies holding the license will now be able to work in the DIFC Innovation Hub, which is actually the largest cluster of fintech and innovation companies in the region. The hub hosts more than 
500 different firms and that actually arranges big a big variety when it comes to tech jobs or jobs in the tech industry. So getting the chance to own that 10-year golden visa will be one that a lot of people will be behind. And the UAE has actually teamed up with some of the world's largest technology giants like Microsoft, Google, Amazon, Cisco, IBM, LinkedIn, and many more so that they can go ahead and launch a national plan for coders to set up thousands of major digital companies within the next five years. This initiative also aims to attract about 100,000 coders to the UAE by the year 2026. Now, we've definitely seen the UAE wanting to become one of the biggest uh, hubs and the biggest destinations for coders all around the world. And this is yet another step in that path. Yes, again, this isn't the first of its kind, uh, you know, uh, news coming out of the UAE or in more precise uh, Dubai. And, uh, you know, they've been doing a lot when it does come to, you know, boosting uh, artificial intelligence technology in the Emirate of Dubai and the UAE as a whole. And let me tell you, when it does come to technological advancements in the region and the Middle East as a whole, the UAE has been accelerating by light years in comparison with the countries around us, with all the respect to them. But again, we are looking at, you know, the UAE not stopping there. They want to be the best of the best. And how to get the best of the best is, you know, make these attractive initiatives with the Golden Year Visa 10 years. You know, you can go and come as you please. And all you got to do is, you know, have some background information, know what you're doing when it does come to coding. And, you know, I'll reiterate this one more time. Uh, you know, coding is the future. AI is the future. Technology is the future. If you don't have a background on this, if you have no knowledge of this, you are going to be lost in five to ten years time. And if you want to be more specific, just like the UAE does, uh, you know, speculate by 2031. So you have around nine years to know what you to know what coding is, to know what coding is all about, to know what technology is all about, because in 10 years time, that's all we're going to depend on technology. We already heavily depend on te technology as of 2022. But in the next 10 years, we're going to, you know, depend on it even more. So while you can, while the time you have now, nine years is a big time. So, uh, you know, learn coding if it interests you, if it, it's not only, you know, just to get that 10 year golden visa, but also it's a good money maker. I mean, not a lot of people know how to code, believe it or not. And if you know how to code, if you know, if you're good at coding, you can make easily around half a million dollars a year. Companies will pay that if you're good at what you do. And on top of all of that, you can make, you can have a nine to five job. And at the same time, you know, you can freelance for other companies. And let me add on to that as well. Most coders nowadays, because of the COVID-19 pandemic, they have been pushed to work from home. So imagine, you know, working, having, having a workstation at home, coming to work just, you know, for meetings, for physical things. So again, you know, if you're under the age of 18 or going to university right now, I would suggest getting into computer science, programming, mm -hmm. you know, cybersecurity, because that is what we will be focusing on the most in the next 10 years. Even if you aren't in that major, you can always take external courses. It would be a couple of weeks. You can get a lot of certifi certificates from Google and some of the biggest tech companies, and you'll still be a part of the gang as well. Yes, and, and you know, uh, when we're looking at, you know, time and in, in the future, already we are seeing... You know how important cybersecurity is now. Obviously, we're looking at the whole Russian-Ukraine situation and how a lot of cyber attacks have been done. Now, mm -hmm. uh, you know, uh, a physical warfare, ground warfare, will not will kind of be you know a thing of the past in 10 years. We're going to focus on 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 cyber attacks, cyber crime, cyber you know cybersecurity because that is where all our information is. 
on the web. 4215, let us know your guys' thoughts. We are taking a short break, but when we come back, we're going to Samsung and how they are using robots to customize their flagship phone. Pulse 95. Apps all around. What's worth a click and download? I'm starting to get confused by all those social media platforms. One of them wants to go shorter, the other wants to go longer. And by who am I talking to? Talking about TikTok yesterday announced that they want to go up to 10 minutes, allowing you to see longer form of content. And now Instagram today, they've decided to launch the news that they will stop supporting the IGTV app. So this basically means they are possibly going back to being a short video form of social media platform. Now, this basically means that Reels could become the new, the only TikTok clone on the platform. And anyone who used to love posting longer videos on Instagram will just have to either resort to YouTube or TikTok. Yes. Now, just yesterday, we were talking about how TikTok has, you know, decided to take the initiative and go for 10 minute long videos on the platform. And it did come to surprise by a lot of social media companies as TikTok was deemed as the short video platform. Now, we're looking at IGTV Instagram and how they're no longer supporting the separate IGTV app. But in a sense, they're still going to be, uh, you know, 10 minute long and 20 minute long videos on the application. But it won't be, you know, part of IGTV per se. Now, we have been looking at Instagram and Meta as a whole because we do know that Meta owns Facebook, which owns Instagram, WhatsApp, etc. Meta as a whole, you know, uh, reorganizing the way they operate these social media networks. On And the main reason behind that is because obviously we can see it in the news and we talk about it on the show, Omni and I, every single day, how Instagram or how Facebook has been under a lot of pressure, whether it was the European Union, whether it was courts in the USA. We were talking about how, you know, Facebook is, it might actually go extinct because of how the demographic is changing every single day. And, you know, just not a lot of people want to be on a platform where you're bombarded by advertisements and in a bigger picture, misinformation, which has mm -hmm. been a very big problem during the era of U.S. President Donald Trump and the Capitol Six, the January 6th Capitol riots and how the main reason behind it was misinformation. Now, Facebook was one of the main perpetrators when it did come to misinformation and Twitter followed suit. Now, we're looking at how, you know, they're understanding that they cannot be that one-stop shop. And when I talk about one-stop shop, I'm talking about IGTV, Reels, Instagram Posts, Live. They can't be all of that because it takes away from the good parts of an application. For example, let's talk about, uh, you know, a person. Mm -hmm. Let's say you know someone who is funny, who is smart, who is uh, educated, who is sports. There's so many things going on in a person right but you don't you don't, you can't see what shines in him true because he's doing so many of these, of these things he's good at all these things but you don't know what shines in this person they're trying to be every other person they meet and instead yes. of just trying to be themselves and showcase what they have to offer and that's exactly what instagram is learning but sadly the hard way because for the longest time they were trying to be tiktok through reels they were trying to be youtube through the igtv and now they realize they can never compete with youtube mm -hmm. and they've decided to go back to trying to be Instagram slash kind of TikTok. Now, one new thing that they're actually planning to do is to try and help their influencers gain money through their reels, through the videos that they post. So what they're trying to do is work on a consistent way to share 
ads and to suggest ads to certain users so that they can go ahead and make the new ad experience a lot better for their content creators and allow them to earn more revenue from ads that are displayed on their reels. How will that turn out to be? I'm not sure yet because personally, you know when you're switching between people's stories mm-hmm. on Instagram mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. ads pop up, ads of things that you Googled or, or have viewed on the platform itself pop up. It's annoying, but mm-hmm. you just flip through it. But imagine you're watching a reel and it pops up to you in the middle of a reel that there's an ad, you know? Yeah, and again, uh, you know, uh, I've been an avid user of Instagram the past couple of months, and I can see when I'm on my homepage, mm-hmm. you know, I'm going, I'm getting, uh, you know, recommended videos and content that I'm not, I'm not interested in. Now, we do know that Instagram is very notorious of ripping off other things in other, you know, segments of different apps, Snapchat stories, just like you mentioned, Omnia, YouTube long videos, TikTok reels. They just they're just good at ripping off and their creative team is not really that creative anymore. And that kills the aspect of Instagram. But we're going to leave it to you guys. 4215, let us know your guys' thoughts. What do you guys think about Instagram? Or let's go to the broader picture of Meta as a whole. Do you think Mm -hmm. Facebook is dying? Do you think Instagram is dying? And do you think that TikTok will take over? I personally think if TikTok plays all its cards right, Mm -hmm. they have a very good chance of taking over the playing field. 4215, we are taking a short break and jumping straight to the sports headlines. But don't miss out anything just yet because when we come back we're talking all about customizing a phone using a robot check this out check this out ladies and gentlemen when it does come to phones you know we're kind of you know cornered per se when it does come to buying a phone or you know customizing a phone it's either you get black sierra (laughs) blue pink and then you're done you know just get the color of the phone and you're gone purple yeah or even purple but when it does come to samsung samsung has taken a new approach when it does come to customization of your phone now we do know one of the main selling points of androids and samsung's is the customization inside of the phone but samsung is bringing all that customization to the physical attribute when it does come to the galaxy z flip 3 and the best part about it you're going to have a robot do it right in front of your eyes. Yes, indeed. Now we know, we know, people love when things are personalized or customized. I mean, this is one of the biggest marketing schemes, plans that you could ever do. If you personalize something, you know people will be interested because everyone loves when things are done specifically for them. And that's exactly the approach that Samsung Electronics has decided to do. But this time, they're asking for help from our fellow robots because at the Mobile World Congress in Barcelona that is actually the world's largest mobile phone manufacturer they're showcasing an assembly unit that has two robotic arms these arms are capable of installing or swapping the front and rear panels rear panels of the editions of the Samsung Flip 3 devices so when Samsung actually announced the launch of the Flip 3 early It happened in August of last year, to be more specific. They said that it's going to be customizable with 49 color combinations on offer. 49 color combinations is huge because that means you will have to manufacture so many different colors of the phone. But the service was only available in select markets and the UAE was not among them yet. Now, these robots are available right here in the UAE and they'll be able to customize your phone, giving you colors that you may have never had 
before from this brand. So they're actually allowing the phones to become a lot more personalized. They come with stronger cases, brighter display, bigger batteries, and AI-powered cameras. So I'm excited to see how people get their hands on some of those interesting colors. Yes, now, uh, you know, they unveiled the Flip 3 as its first foldable device that was priced under $1,000, so priced under 3,650 dirhams, which is a very big deal. As we did look at the first, uh, you know, foldable phone from uh, Samsung being priced around 7,000 up to 10,000 dirhams. Now, we're looking at this, you know, being, you know, more of a marketing scheme per se. Mm -hmm a PR attempt and it's working now I'm just you know stating facts no but no shame and you know getting marketing going on now uh, Samsung does uh, forecast that the foldable phone shipments will reach 27.6 million units in 2025 at a compound annual growth rate of around 70 percent now worldwide shipments of foldable foldable phones including both fold and flip form factors did hit a total of 7.1 million units in 2021 and almost threefold rise over the 1.9 million units that were shipped in 2020. Now, ladies and gentlemen, we are looking at, you know, uh, the, the smartphone industry trying to revive uh, the flip phone, the foldable phone era. When we talk about foldable phones or flip phones per se, the number one thing we can think of is the Razer phones mm -hmm. that were very iconic in the early 2000s and the Motorola flip phones as well. Now, Samsung has practically unchallenged in the category, and it does control almost three quarters of the foldable foldable phone smart uh, smartphone market in 2020. Because obviously, one of their biggest competitors, which is Apple, has still not jumped on the bandwagon when it does come to foldable phones. But as always, I do believe, and I'm uh, very confident that once Samsung dips its finger into the foldable phone market, we will be looking at a total domination regardless of the price because we do know, unfortunately, that Sa that Apple always does it better. But, but mm -hmm. I will contradict myself with, <laughs> with what I just said. When we're talking about Samsung, right, and what is the number one selling point of Apple is mm -hmm. that when it does come to photography, when it yeah. does come to compatibility, iPhone or Apple in general does blows. It yes, it, yeah. it does it better and blows Samsung out of the waters. But recently, but recently <laughs> the Samsung S22 Ultra, mm. I have looked at footage of it. I have picked it up and I have posted on, uh, you know, Instagram on it, not on my personal account, my friend's account. I've posted <laughs> a picture on it. It's like right? 4K quality. The quality is 10,000 times better than my iPhone 13 Pro Max. Yeah. So we are looking at how Samsung has finally aced or, you know, they've, they've figured out how to get the compatibility working. I do believe they've been talking to Instagram developers and they've been talking about talking with app developers and even maybe giving them a little bit more money to you know prioritize the compatibility of their flagship phones so if there if apps will start prioritizing the compatibility of the flagship phones when it does come to samsung i am a hundred percent sure that people will start now you know debating whether or not to take an iphone or a samsung at this moment in time if you're very big on social media and you need social media uh as a way of income and you know you care about your pictures iPhone is the way to go. Mm -hmm. But the reason why Samsung quality is trash, mm -hmm. and I'll tell you guys this just, you know, 
to put it as a uh, you know uh, information in your brain. So the thing with Instagram or any other application, they don't take from your camera. When True. you upload a picture, you don't take it from your camera. It's when like you're screen t- recording. Yes, when you're when you're recording on your phone, right, using the inbuilt uh, Instagram application, Instagram will screen record your phone. So it will screen record the camera instead of taking the raw footage from the camera. Thus, we're looking at lossy footage, and then you know, in the conclusion, we're looking at horrible trash quality. Now that is just food for thought, ladies and gentlemen. We are taking a short break, and when we come back. We're talking all about Saudi Arabia. Check this out. Check this out. Hospitals have become virtual, and the very first virtual hospital in the Middle East has officially launched in Saudi Arabia. This is great news for every person living in the Middle East because it's going to help us get specialized services across different health facilities in the kingdom by using the latest innovative technology. Now, we've constantly been hearing the concept of a virtual hospital, telemedicine, telehealth. It's become very popular ever since the COVID-19 pandemic has become a part of our lives. But now, this will be the largest in the world, the first of its kind in the Middle East, to actually launch a virtual healthcare system completely. So we're talking about from the minute that you book an appointment to the minute you see the doctor, you pick up your prescription, or even get any in-hospital health service. Yes, now the Saudi Arabia Ministry of Health has launched the virtual hospital in the Middle East under the name Siha Virtual Hospital. Now, it is distinguished by being the largest in the world and the first of its kind in the Middle East, as well the latest in virtual health care. Now, the hospital is specialized f- uh, f- facility is uh, is actually the faculty, sorry, is mm-hmm. using the latest innovative technologies to provide specialized services and to even support health facilities in the kingdom of Saudi Arabia. Now, it does support around 130 hospitals around the kingdom with a number of rare specialties in addition to providing more than 30 specialized services and different medical specialties and even subspecialties. So we're looking at how they're covering all of the you know specialties and sectors and areas when it does come to, 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 to the hospital terms and, and medical, medical uh, care. Absolutely. Now, looking at it, as we've mentioned, they're supporting a lot of different sectors, but the biggest of them is definitely going to be focusing on stroke patients, people of determination, as well as the uh, faculty or the facilities of radiology. Now, as we mentioned, this is a first of its kind, and it's going to basically be connecting all cities in Saudi Arabia, even the ones that may be in more of the outskirts of the country itself, and helping provide them with the support that they need and some of the best care that they got or they have around. Now, the hospital will also help transfer expertise between doctors and specialists and will provide some of the best consultations in all the cities and villages around the kingdom by using telemedicine. Let us know, have you ever used telehealth or telemedicine in general? Right here in the UAE, we've got many hospitals that still offer this as an option, especially if you're living in a different emirate. So let's say you're living in the emirate of Abu Dhabi and you want to get the opinion of a doctor living right here in the heart of Sharjah. When you open up any of the hospitals, Zulaikha, Zara Hospital, you name it, you'll actually see an option where you can go ahead and get a teleconsultation. So that means you can get some of the best opinions from specialists, big names in any uh, certain specialization and 
be in the comfort of your very own home. Let us know if you've ever used it for 215. We'd love to hear your thoughts and we truly, truly hope that you've enjoyed this hour with Hani and I. We love getting to share with you the latest tech headlines happening in the UAE and all around the world. You can catch us again tomorrow, same time, same place. But until then, we're going to be opening the airwaves to the rest of the shows that will keep you company throughout the day. Coming up is the Halftime Show, the only place to be at 3 with Omar Duri. He has a very packed show in store for all of you. Great conversations with some of the biggest guests in the world of sport, mental health, as well as your physical well-being. It's a show that you don't want to miss, but if you want to catch us again, where can they find us? Yes, they can catch us, you know, tomorrow as well. Same time, same place, only around Pulse95. But if you're missing our voices, you can always go to our SoundCloud, Apple Podcast, or even Spotify, Future Talk 95. But ladies and gentlemen, this does conclude our show for today. And we will be seeing you guys tomorrow. Same time, same place, only here on Pulse.